From Idea to Impact is a community for individuals of all backgrounds and professions that are looking to take their philanthropic lives to the next level. Whether through volunteerism, monetary donations, or starting your own nonprofit, making a positive and impactful difference in our communities is no easy task. This podcast features nonprofit leaders, philanthropists, social entrepreneurs, and community enthusiasts that are here to take you from idea to impact. Let's start the show. Hello, hello, this is Brianna Alexander, and I'm back with episode seven of From Idea to Impact. You guys, I have been having an incredible summer full of so much joy and peace, love, philanthropy, service, and personally right now, I'm really realizing what it means to be a true change maker. It's not only making changes and serving the community around you, it's making changes and serving yourself as well. So I wouldn't say right now that I'm in a selfish phase of my life, but I'm definitely in a, I'm mindful of myself and the things that are going on with me so that I can better be of service and be of, um, impact to our communities. If you follow me on social media, you know that I have been on the go um, since June 9th to be exact, but I I actually don't like the term booked and busy at all, but I've definitely been booked and balanced and I feel very energized. I actually want to like scream right now because I'm just so excited to be even recording this because I just feel in a I'm I'm in a very peaceful, peaceful place right now. Um, After the Summit 21 conference, which was the beginning of June, I set out on an eight-day excursion to Belize with Girls Going Global. I actually chaperoned 15 incredible girls on many of their first trips out the country. First of all, I love Belize, and my obsession with Belize is real. I will go back any chance that I get. The people, the culture, the food, the air, everything was simply amazing. I had the opportunity to visit the Peace Corps while I was out there, um, the Mayan ruins. We ziplined. We did a cooking class, and we also did a service project, of course, um, at the Cornerstone Foundation, which is in the San Ignacio district. After that, I headed back to Atlanta for a little while, um, did a couple events here, and from there I went to San Diego where I led a poverty simulation at an education conference in um that was in San Diego, of course, at the time, but people from all over were able to participate in a day in the life of the people that they were serving. So it was great to be able to lead a project like that as well. My family reunion (laughs) was in Catherine, Alabama this year, which is about 35 miles outside of Selma. And I actually had a blast, y'all. I went, and that was 4th of July weekend. I don't know. If you follow me on social media, you saw that it was like 100 degrees out there. There were goats and chickens and all kind of stuff. And it was great to just be away and disconnected because, of course, my phone didn't work at all. And, you know, good old black family reunions. I had uncles, aunts, and older cousins asking, do you remember me? Do you remember me? I remember you from when you were a kid. And I'm like, no. I was the family member that just was very honest this year. No, I don't remember you. (laughs) So that was was definitely um, (laughs) a great time. 
I got the chance to visit a friend in Nassau during Bahamian Independence Day. And first of all, like the water in the Bahamas, oh my God, I was just staring out at the water for like a solid hour. But um, I just, I, I used that opportunity as a very clarifying moment for me before heading to Detroit. My organization in Detroit by the name of Detroit Speaks hosted its second annual scholarship soiree where we awarded a young man by the name of Christian Johnson with a $1,000 scholarship. I wish him the best as he heads to Michigan Tech in a few weeks. Um, He's an incredibly smart, talented young man, and I'm just really excited to see what's next for him. Today's episode, guys, we're talking about avoiding exhaustion. It's beyond necessary to talk about. I've been there on multiple occasions and really at first you're not able to pinpoint exactly what's wrong with you or what's happening, but eventually you figure out that you are just completely depleted. We work ourselves to the core in order to solve problems for other people and um, these problems that we are solving are complex and they and they're never ending. So a lot of times what we fail to do is to truly avoid burnout and avoid being exhausted with our with our work. And so that's what I want to talk about with you guys today. So today's three takeaways are to have a co-passion, set boundaries, and to set realistic goals. Let's When I came up with the concept for this episode, it was as a result of some things that I had seen on social media from fellow servant leaders. We get tired, y'all. It's a different type of tired, too. It's like a passionate tired. It's a hopeful but defeated tired. Even if you want to turn your mind off and get some rest, the wheels keep turning because you're constantly thinking of ways to improve and make change. You're thinking about the crisis that came up that distracted you from responding to emails for nearly two days, and you wake up in the morning forcing yourself to get out of bed, even if you truly, honestly love what you do. That leads me to my first takeaway, which is to have a co-passion. Seriously, I get it. You are passionate about helping kids, ending hunger, or ensuring that we all have access to clean water and healthy foods, but you have to have something else to turn to when you're tired of writing grants, reviewing financials, looking at the computer, answering emails, having doors closed in your face, or even when you're in your winning season. You need to be able to tap into something else. The absolute worst for me is seeing a problem that I'm working on identifying solutions for reveal other problems. Like it's seriously a revolving door. For me, my co-passion is traveling and seeing the world. Nothing recharges me like being in another space for a while. Seeing new things, learning new things, things that I had never even thought twice about. My thoughts are totally different than those that I have when I'm here in Atlanta or in Detroit. So if you see me on the go, know that it's because I find inspiration and motivation in new places and spaces. But when I'm not able to travel, you probably can catch me in the gym or attempting to be a yogi, like this graphic for this episode. (laughs) 
Today, I'm encouraging you to really think about the secondary thing that you can tap into when you start to feel burned out. Sometimes, well, majority of the time for me, sleep isn't even the answer that you're, you're searching for. Is it reading? Is it cooking? Is it going to church? Whatever those things are, when you start to feel that exhaustion kicking in, know that it is time to relax, release, and allow your mind to concentrate on something else that gives you similar fulfillment. But you can't do that without setting boundaries and knowing when to unplug which is our second takeaway for today. It's so important to set personal and professional boundaries and not only um, the public service space, but that's with any job or profession. Those kind of boundaries could be only answering emails during certain periods of time. If you're on vacation, delete your work-related apps, disabling notifications after a certain time period of the day, Um, not answering your emails when you're out Oh my gosh, so this is a side note story that is not in my notes at all, but I went to the a Jagged Edge concert a couple of weeks ago, and there was a guy in a suit in the middle of the dance floor sending emails the entire time we were out there, and I jokingly said something to him about it, and he laughed and was like, oh, this is how I always am. I'm always working. Whew. I was like, that is a turn off, but it was just... It was just like, it's jagged edge. Like, just sing along and leave that phone alone. Leave those emails alone. But, um, you know, I'm always talking about being present. So, anyways, even a personal boundary for me right now is how I make financial donations. I can't donate to every single, you know, cause or I can't donate to every single um, GoFundMe or everybody's cause campaign for back to school so I have to be selective on things like that and so it doesn't mean that I don't support your what you're doing it's just that you know if I'm gonna donate to everybody I'm gonna go broke so just being mindful of things like that even knowing that I want to support every single person that you know sends me an email but what does unplugging look like for you? Like, really, I'm guilty of the fake unplug when I swear I'm not going to work on something, but I end up working on it anyway. But lately, I've been very, very serious about unplugging from my causes. That could be, you know, unplugging by writing in my journal, getting active, connecting with a friend that I haven't seen in a while. But I always have to be realistic about that, which is Takeaway number three. Wow, good transition there. Be honest about your capacity, guys. It's hard, but please be honest. I am so guilty of creating unrealistic to-do lists every single week, like clockwork. It all looks reasonable on paper until you get going, especially if you run your own organization or company. It's like one minute you're working on impact reports, then you're finishing up a grant, then three conference calls later, boom, your day is over. You haven't ate and you have a thousand text messages that you haven't even responded to. It's never ending, but you have to give yourself grace. Give yourself grace. Life happens, distractions come up, but the change making is constant. Like when I got back from my travels to Detroit, y'all, I just had back-to-back flops. Like I locked myself out of my house and had to call a locksmith. My car battery died. I did something crazy with the HVAC in my house. And it was just, life comes up and you really have to keep 
going and push through and um but I will say that's the important thing like to write down what it is your goals are so that when things come up like that you don't feel completely derailed and you're able to get yourself back on track my weekly goal setting has improved so much just by being honest with myself deciding what my high mid and low priorities are for the week I'm able to group my, I, I personally group my to-do list into sections and then just start going for it. But I start with the easiest task first. It helps me like see that I've crossed something off of the to-do list, even if it was something as simple like um, go purchase paper towel for the house. If it's like, yay, I did it, cross it out. Anyways, progression is progression. Forward movement is forward movement. It always appears that everything and everyone around you are moving at a faster rate than you, but are they producing at the same quality that you produce? Do not be intimidated by what others are doing on social media. The impact of your work speaks for itself. Measurable outcomes speak for themselves. So take your time. You're the only person that can put yourself out of the game. But your mind, body, and spirit have to be energized in order for you to make effective change in the community and for yourself just and, and just to avoid exhaustion overall. More than anything, I hope that you all were able to take away the fact that we are human and the things that we experience daily weigh on us whether we would like to admit it or not. Exhaustion is so real. I encourage all of my listeners to spend some time identifying what self-care looks like for you individually. And don't worry about what society says because self-care is different from for everyone. Like... I don't consider getting a mani and petty self-care for me. Self-care is this podcast for me. Self-care is going to therapy. Self-care is different for everyone, but absolutely imperative. It's not the load that breaks you down. It's the way you carry it. And that is a quote from Lena Horn. Talk soon.